I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. I'm April, VP of the cutting-edge sex toy company Hot Octopus, and I dedicate my life to the business of sex. We are on a mission to teach you how to have hot sex, deep intimacy, and how to make your own rules for who you are as a sexual being. Welcome Welcome to to the Shameless Sex Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 50% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hey, every booty. Ooh. Oh, I did that last time too, right? Did yeah, I? Yeah, you did. It was great. That's just an accident. That slips out sometimes. I love your brilliant accidents. My brilliant accidents? Every booty. <laughs> Do you like... <laughs> the universal orifice. Or what else could you say? Hello, anal buddy. Anal gangbang. Anal gangbang. <laughs> the anal gangbang. The anal gangbang. I'm here for the anal gangbang. I think we said that last time too. Damn it, everyone's already tuned in. They're like, is this yeah, a repeat like, episode? It is a rerun. This is not a rerun because last week we did this episode with Eric Everhard and we didn't realize this before we recorded, but it was, so it's anal sex from a porn star's perspective. He's been in like over 3,000 3, porns and he's also a director. Um, and so it's from his perspective as, as being the penis owning individual who's penetrating asses. Um, and we didn't realize that that was the perspective there, which is perfect because now we're going from a bottoms perspective. So as a human who is being penetrated, maybe you have been or you want to be for anal sex. And we are going to come from that perspective because, well, we've been penetrated before. <laughs> so have you ever tried to calculate? I was just doing this because Eric Everhart's 3000 films. Have you ever tried to calculate how many times you've been penetrated? Anally? No, anally, vaginally, penetrated. I have no. Me neither. I just thought about it. I was like, I have no idea. Oh my God. No, I mean, I have it's a like list a of- riddle. I have a list of all the people that I've had penetrated sex with. Me too. You told me to do it, so I did it. Yeah, your list is still probably under 20. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you want me to out my list? No, I mean, I know that your list is, well, you've been in long-term relationships for most of your life. Yeah. Your adult life. I have. Yeah. Well, I have also, I have too, but I have I a lot was of also, I had a lot of shame about <laughs> some, uh, earlier things that happened. So for me, when I was with a partner that knew about like some of my shit and that, uh, that I was basically into and sometimes not into and back and forth, it was easier for me to stay sometimes and go, but this was what growth is, right? It's like doing the work. And so for me, I was like, oh, I'm not good enough to be loved by anyone else. So that's, I did stay in a lot of uh, long-term relationships longer than I probably normally would in this day and age in my late 30s. Yeah. Oh God, I'm in my late 30s. Ooh, late 30s. Yeah. I have a question about anal. How much, how, how often do you, when you've been single and you've had casual sex, has anal been a part of it or is it usually when you're in relationships? It's never been a part of my anal. Oh, well, you're kind of new to it, though, and you've been the same partner a for a long time. So. Yeah. Um, it's never been a part of my single life. No one that I had ever hooked up with besides the the anal licking DJ. Oh, the anal licking DJ. Besides him, there was, but he just licked the ass. He didn't really want to go in with anything else other than the tongue. And other than that, that was the only person that had attempted any play at the butt yeah. in my singledom. And I also would have been a hard no, yeah, because of where I was at. I played with someone's butt in my singledom, 
Oh, you play with their butt. Yes. You see you with your fingers, your I mouth. I was the or giver, not the. Would you give them? I was not the receiver. <laughs> was, it, was it wrapped in a bow? I gave them some fingers. Oh, two. You're with your gnarly nails that you have right now that she's so showing. So right she's now, doing the two I fingers would not up. do it. My two <laughs> fingers are up, and I have some acrylic nails happening, which I've never really had before. Ouch! Because I've been in for dem- the demoing sex products yeah. on my virtual trade shows for the last month, and so I felt that it was necessary for me to get long ass acrylic nails and so I would not be going deep anal in anyone right now. Yeah. And actually this morning my partner who is the first penetrator of me ass <laughs> me ass uh, <laughs> was like put some fingers in your ass. And I was like, I can't. I got the nails. And I held them up just like that. I was like, I can't do it. Oh, my God. You know, one tip for that uh, is that I've, that I've heard from. A, I no think acrylic it's a, nails? No. It's, <laughs> so from Rain to Gray, she's been on our podcast before and she loves anal sex, but she loves penetrating people. I believe she said this, but maybe a, maybe it's a different sex educator. You take the latex gloves, but you mm. put a cotton ball at the end oh. uh, where you put your finger in the hole the, for the finger holes of the gloves. And that cotton ball can cover the nail so that you have a soft cushion i have some sexy black latex gloves right now yeah. that actually look Ooh, you can do that next time it's like penetrate your ass that like wait ass- one second i never thought about that yeah i don't know if i have any cotton balls i use the cotton pads i have cotton have balls go- i'll, I'll oh, send you home you. with some cotton balls <laughs> what about like a finger condom and then another finger condom and then a latex glove perfect still probably bust you can't really move your that finger <laughs> it's so tight it's like <laughs> super <laughs> condom <laughs> yeah no um finger cots are great i remember when we had that's what they're called the, finger cots those are the ones that's just the single thing that go, goes over a finger and they're usually in first aid kits like if you've ever worked in a restaurant oh, they're yeah. all, or you'll see people in the kitchen in a restaurant wearing one if they accidentally cut their finger but they're still working they put that over it and, and there's a band-aid under it and but you can use those for sex so we used to sell those at pure pleasure shop when we had the uh, brick and mortar store the retail store now we still have the online store and people would see them they're like are those tiny condoms? <laughs> like for like their finger yeah. size. Like, no, those for fingers. It's not for dicks. So could you use those as a protective layer for just a finger if you wanted to finger someone's ass? That's what a lot of people use them for. That's why we sold them. So they're not just for medical No, I mean, they're, they're sold just for medical, not right. for anal, but sex shops sell them for anal. So if you see them in a sex mm-hmm. shop, that's what they're for. They're kind of fun. And then Rain DeGray, what she would do for her demos when she used to teach at Pure Pleasure is she would either do two different things. She would, if she was just using a finger on her ass, she would put finger cut over finger cut. There's like multiple layers. So she could go with a finger on the ass and it would put a cotton ball at the end if she had a nail. And then when you're using the ass, then you want to use a finger on the vag. If you're playing with a vag owner, you take one of the layers off of the cut and now you have a clean finger and you can use it on the vag. And then you can go back to the ass with that same finger because you never want to go ass to vag, but you can go vag to ass. And then every time you're going from the ass to vag you just take another finger cut off she would do that with layers of gloves too you can't put multiple condoms on an actual hard dick because it just won't work it's not a safe mechanism but you can do it on dildos and fingers you know Kristen who's been on our show many yeah, times she's great. she always said to me when we used to work together at Fun Factory and it was funny because she always said to me she's like you just have great lesbian nails <laughs> I was like what do you mean she's like, like well trimmed well because no they just don't grow ah. and so I was like really oh that's so nice Thank you. She's and like, I realized over the time, <laughs> over time that I didn't realize nails were a thing, but over time that my nails always were, yes, they're, they're well-kept because I'm so kind of OCD and, and, and germaphobe, uh, germaphobic about things. But, uh, over time I was like, yeah, I do. Cause I can just stick a finger in an ass or my vag or s- someone else's. Not right now. Vag, but not you now. You should show her now. Like I'm not, I don't have lesbian I nails I, I anymore. I should send her a photo and be like, look. That's funny. I wonder how often she's looking at people's hands to determine if they have great lesbian hands. I don't know, but she has great uh, lesbian hands because her, she has little tiny fingernails. They're oh, so perfect. Cute. Yeah, but she, I think she's a biter. Oh, on her oh. 
on the nails. Watch out for the hangnail. <laughs> Ow. No shame in She's that. She's an ass biter <laughs> or a labia biter. Maybe. Uh, we have a call to action that we did in last week's episode oh, yeah. with Eric Everhard uh, looking for someone who's, who can speak on hemorrhoids and how to have anal sex with hemorrhoids because we've had multiple sex questions for this. I don't think we've received any emails from anyone about this. So if you are someone who can speak on it or you Some are expert, someone. yeah. I mean, I would imagine be someone who's in the medical field who would know more about how hemorrhoids even work in the first place. And then how you could. talk to our doctor friends if we don't hear from anyone too. Oh, yeah, I can ask Remy. She's been on our show before. Remy is. We saw her out the other day. I love We're Remy. Like, Remy's the best. We we could. So if, if no one uh, he out there in the abyss knows of anyone that uh, can give us good information to provide those folks out there with hemorrhoids, whether severe or light or uh, however that looks, because those folks want to have anal pleasure, too. Yeah. And I have some really close friends that have asked me over the years so many times about what about anal sex? How do I deal with this with my hemorrhoids? I've had this issue for a long time after childbirth, after yeah. Just, uh, just sometimes life. It's sometimes it's actually hereditary. So yeah. there are things that I know I didn't want to suggest because I was like, just lube it up and go for it because yeah. she might want There's to. More to it, me. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like I don't know about that. Yeah. So if you're someone that has uh, any sort of resources or connections for us, let us know. Email us at us at I think we want contact at shamelessex. Com? Info, contact. Info. Yeah, they both go to us. Go yeah. find one of them. Sometimes I check my email. Sometimes, sometimes. Amy's like, did you see that email? I from the email like, like eighty times a day. Sometimes I have too much. Seven email accounts, and I need to actually put like a a an out of office responder about my shameless sex. Like I check my emails rarely, but Amy Tuesday. checks them all the time. I know. So. I do actually <laughs> tell people that when they're like, I emailed you three times. I'm like, email Amy. She's on it. Um, let's talk about our own anal sex stories. We'll do tips and things too, but we'll start with some actual anal sex stories. So let's start with really good anal, April. Describe uh, You want to start with the good news and not the bad news? Let's start with the good news so we don't <laughs> scare people right away out of anal. <laughs> <sighs> let's see here. So, so the good news is I'm not going to actually share a story. I've shared this several times on the show, and I think the good news for me is that I was never scared of anal sex. I was curious. However, I had several different exchanges with butt play, meaning fingers in my butt or a cock that tried to go in my ass that was painful. And so that became scary. So there was a little bit of fear for me. And I would, I had butt plugs, I had things, and I just never went down the path because I think I was just a thought it wasn't for me. And we answered this question, I think, on the Eric Everhard episode yeah. in the intro about is anal sex just not for me? And I was one of those people. Uh, I was, but I was still, but. I was still so incredibly curious and I had a, a deep desire to want to explore that because I knew about the erogenous zone that is the ass and I wanted to experience it on whatever level, whether it was just like a finger. So, with my, uh, the person that has, uh, had had anal sex with me for the first time, who, um, is really, I think, experienced with anal play on whatever level. Like receiving um, it? Like giving it. Okay. Uh, was patient and was, uh, also, there ah, was I no see. pressure. There was, it was, a, a, a work in progress that I, he knew that I wanted to experience this pleasure with him and, uh, he was willing to be patient and and gentle and slow. Yeah. And so, the the news about this the good the good anal is that 
the good anal story is that I now, since I first had anal sex, which was in 2017, no, 2018, January, I remember. It's on our shared calendar. It is on our shared, the anniversary. That since then, I believe now, I my orgasms not only are more enhanced every time I just even have a finger in my ass, in vaginal stimulation with a finger in the butt, uh, I've had some of the most powerful, long, just full body orgasms with anal play. And so it's something that didn't take a long time, but it's so like for me now, it's such a, it's a treat. And I, um, absolutely love anal play. I love toys in the butt or cock in the butt or, uh, fingers in the butt, not all the time. And we'll get into this later, uh, when we talk about some other not so good anal, but, uh, that is my, I think that's my really good story because if I would have continued being in that fear state or being in that state of thinking that it wasn't for me because of a few bad experiences or uncomfortable finger feeling in the butt or too intense, I would have not been able to achieve the orgasmic bliss that I've had in the last few years, I guess a couple, a few years. Yeah. And I do want to say that thank you to a partner that was patient and also that was communicative and that was able to understand uh, when it was too much and to release or when I need a little bit more. And that is important to drop in if you are the giver. But at, from a receiving perspective, you also have to really check in with your body, relax, and we'll give some tips later. Yeah. But I think that is probably my really good anal. I mean, yeah. the most, I mean, for me, the most, uh, I don't want to say euphoric, but the most transcendent Sex orgasms yeah. in my life. I think that's really fucking good anal right yeah. there. Amy, yeah. Really good, yeah. That's this, my first book with that. Noise. Yeah. Noise. Yeah. Noise. noise. Some of my really good yeah. anal. What about you? Well, I've had, a, I've had a, a fair share of really good anal as well. Um, and I'll, we're going to talk about first-time anal stories as well. So um, I, and I'll and i tell more. But when it was at a younger age, not like, a, you know, it wasn't like 13 or anything. But it was like in my, I only had sex. I, I won't tell that story right now. But I, it was in my newer days of having penetrative sex in general. But um, I have been the person who... Uh, help facilitate first time anal for a number of partners, um, meaning they had never penetrated anyone anally, and um, and it's a really fun, wonderful thing to be the teacher in that. At least for me, it's something that I'm I'm confident in because I learned the, also the, the hard way, uh, no pun intended, but um, and also uh, and I've had some unpleasurable anal sex experiences, and I've taken a lot of anal sex classes, owning a sex shop, being a sex educator, where I knew a lot about how to do it. One from hearing about it and seeing a lot of demos and information on it, but also from it having a lot of my own experiences and. So I've I, taken like three of your anal classes. Yeah, anal sex classes. I love teaching. I it. learned a lot from you, Amy. Yeah. Thank you. You're so, welcome. Thank you so much. Changing the I, world. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that was important. Yeah, yes. thank you for that. And so I've with a number of people. Either I've I've been in a relationship with them, or um, there's also even been some more like casual folks where they're like, I've never had anal sex before. Uh, I was like, oh, well, do you want to try that sometime? Like, I can, um, you know, let's, let's, I can show you I how can, to do um, this. I can show you. I can coach <laughs> yeah. you through that. <laughs> and it's, it's been fun because it's really like hot and exciting for them because they're like, oh my God, this is new. Maybe, and a lot of them have tried it in the past. It didn't work out. Uh, whether it was, they didn't really know how to do it when they're penetrating someone and it's too painful for the other person or uncomfortable. And because, you know, they don't know how to do it. They're learning from porn or, um, or even the receiving person doesn't know. And so mine also is not just like one exact direct story. It's just those experiences 
experiences of um, being able to facilitate a first-time pleasurable experience with even, and I'm the one that's receiving the anal, but I'm the one that is topping from the bottom. You know, me topping from the bottom means I'm actually in control, but I'm the one being penetrated, whether it's my movements of my own body or me telling them what to do. Um, and it's, yeah, super fun and also empowering. It's kind of badass to talk from the bottom where you're like, yeah, no, I'm running the show here. Even though you think you're running the show, it's me. So <laughs> here you go. You have to go along with me and have a good time. And then it's really pleasurable when I'm in control and I know what I'm doing. Cause I also understand my body from experiencing this so many times in various ways. Um, then it leads to really good experiences. What about not so good anal April? <laughs> what are your not so good anal experiences? Okay. So I guess a big piece that I wanted to share is that because of how I am with, I have just weird stuff around my butt, which is meaning what comes out, right? The number two. Poop. The stool. The, the bowel movement, as they say in French. The bowel <laughs> movement. That's beautiful. The, the French always know how to speak beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> So I have just a weird relationship with this. Um, it doesn't matter. The, the exit details, only door that people call exit it? exit only. And I was for a long time thinking that if I did any play, that it would damage maybe my bum or my ability to um, be able to have any healthy BMs and whatnot. So my, my bad anal sex, uh, I guess, share would be that there has been two times <laughs> where I was really, um, uh, it, no, nothing like Eric Everhard talked about, which the was full log the log out. No, <laughs> because I so, am mindful about the, if I, if I think there's any chance I'm mindful about what goes into my body food wise, because, uh, I, I, I do not want a shitty situation. Ooh, between my no sheets. pun intended. No. But there was a pun there. So many puns for so, anal. <laughs> so uh, I ended up, though, uh, unintentionally having sex after a Thanksgiving dinner. Whoopsies. Uh, yeah. It was like, you know, you're drinking all day. It's fun. You're full of food. And Thanksgiving's a great holiday. And I was just in the moment. And, uh, yeah, that was um, a wonderful experience. However, Dick came out. There was a lot of, lot of things. things. <laughs> I was like, okay, and straight to the shower. Yes, good thing we have a shower so, here. Yes, so that was for me a little bit intense, and also right that just typically, if you're uh, in a in a in a situation that has any particular smells with the ass that are like shit you just want to flush those right yeah. so uh it's good to be near a shower so if you want to do outdoor anal make sure you have access to a shower a lake something a lake or somewhere where you can actually scrub or just have some really good wipes but it is there is a chance that that can happen it hasn't happened that often i'd say yeah. probably two times that i can experience the other thing that i will share for a bad anal experience Remove all of the first time anal stuff. The ow, it hurt or it went in. We didn't use lube. That is, I feel obvious now with my education, your education, and hopefully the folks that are listening and, and know how important lube is because that was the making of a bad anal story when there was no lube and you just try to shove a cock in your ass. Definitely not smart, right? Yeah. But that was also probably in my early 20s and didn't understand any of those things. So I'm going to leave that aside and talk about there have been times and I'm not sure I haven't really researched what my body was doing and what could have caused it to be painful. But there have been times where um, I'd, I'd say maybe 
two times that I can think of in the last year where it was just painful with the cock got in and it was painful. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. Got to go, got to go out, got to go out. And I don't know if it was, if it was my, maybe before my period or there was maybe my cervix was dropped or the way my body is. I don't know. I haven't paid attention to that, but I was surprised at what my body was yeah. doing. And so saying no, it wasn't painful to, it. there wasn't force, but it was like the same process that we've used so many times. Uh, it just didn't feel good. It, it was painful. So yeah. I said, no. And then it came out. And then I was like, let's just go vag because I was still yeah. turned on. And it wasn't even a matter of not being turned on. It was a matter of just my butt wasn't ready for uh, having some uh, something inserted into it. Yeah. So uh, I listened to my body. And and that is too. I will say sometimes you do have to. And, and I'm not going to say push yourself or anything like that. But sometimes there's like this heavy uncomfortability where I'm like, no, is that going to, is that going to happen again? Where that pain happens. Uh, and I've, I've like worked through it and it's been really pleasurable, but it takes, and we'll talk about the tips, but it does take you to really drop in and feel it. But if it is, if you're at like an eight or a nine or a 10 with pain, just remove yourself and, yeah. and go out. But if it's like a six, a five, work with it a little bit. And then a lot of times I'll be like, wow, that was, I'm so happy that I, that I, that I kind of, um, moved forward with, yeah. with the, with the penetration. So yeah. This podcast was brought to you by our beloved sponsor, Helix Sleep. Did you know you will spend around one third of your life sleeping? Not to mention adding in all the sexy playtime you're having. So why not have a mattress that gives you some of the best sleep and maybe sex of your life? I didn't realize how much it actually mattered until I upgraded to my new Helix mattress. As a light sleeper who's often changing positions throughout the night, my new Helix Midnight mattress has been a total game changer. Helix knows that everybody is unique, so they have lots of mattress models to choose from, even mattresses that cool you down if you sleep hot. Helix makes it easy with their 10-year warranty plus a 100-day trial period to try out your mattress risk-free. And if you go to helixsleep.com shameless, you can take their two-minute sleep quiz to get matched with the perfect mattress just for you. And guess what? Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com shameless. That's helixsleep.com shameless for up to $200 off and two free pillows. Go upgrade your sleep right now. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com. OMGS is a research-based online program that teaches you all about how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made beautiful animated modules and super honest short videos to give you ways to reach even more pleasure. I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it's been changing their lives. We all know pleasure is fluid and ever-changing, so why not add more tools to your pleasure tool belt? OMGS is for everyone, so whether you are a vulva owner or you just love vulvas, OMGS will give you the techniques to get your O face on. There are two seasons to choose from and hundreds of gorgeous videos to explore. So go see what science says about pleasure and visit omgs.com slash shameless. That's omgs.com slash shameless to get $5 off your OMGS access. Again, omgs.com slash shameless. Go check it out. Now back to the show. I, that yeah, I 
share that with you in that so, so one of my um, not so great anal sex experiences is when I wasn't intending to have anal and, and so it wasn't even a conversation about anal and nor was the partner at that time this was many years ago trying to have anal sex with me it was the slippage have you ever had the slippage the accidental cock in your ass oh yeah from like a lot of lube and, oh. and movement that when someone's not really being intentional about the movement of their cock and you know honestly I think it happens um, not this is a generalization and I don't hate on, um, you know, shorter or smaller cocks at all. I love cocks of all different shapes and sizes, but I think sometimes with maybe even with a smaller cock, the slippage can, cause there's less length to stay inside of the vaginal canal. Sometimes the slippage can be a little bit easier if there's a lot of thrusting going on and a yeah. lot of lube. And I know for a lot of folks who've experienced the accidental cock in your ass of all body types. So it isn't just for vaginal for, for vulva owners. Um, it feels like someone punched you in the stomach and all of a sudden you're in a little ball and you feel like you're going to throw up and the air has been knocked out of you because it's something that just got shoved in into a muscle that's not ready to receive something. And um, it, I can tell you, it doesn't make you want to have more anal sex ever again or, or, or in that sex. moment. Yeah, you're just like, I yeah. need to take care of myself. Yeah. Now. And, and it causes tears when that happens. And you'll probably find some little, little bits Fishers. of blood later. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the ass doesn't, one, uh, needs to be warmed up. We'll talk about the tips later, but uh, two isn't really great at lubricating itself. So even though there's like a slip and slider out around the vaginal canal, it doesn't mean that it's in the anal canal. And um, in it, I for me when I had that happen, it didn't make it so that I was like I'm never having anal again because I had pleasurable anal before that. Um, so I knew that it didn't ruin it. But I think for I I really sympathize for the folks who've only had that for anal. And of course, you're never going to want to do it again. You're like that feels terrible. And you're talking about the pain factor. Anal sex. We'll talk about the tips in a little bit. Um, shouldn't be painful. Uh, it in discomfort. Yes, when we're relaxing the muscle, but pain means we're moving too fast. You don't know have enough lube. We might be causing some tears. Uh, but discomfort, and you want to you want to understand the difference between pain and discomfort. Discomfort's more like this is a lot. This is a lot, and pains more like burning uh, or like a really like a big ouch sensation. And so yeah, so that's one experience there that I had that was like, oh my god, this is terrible. But thank God I've had good anal sex before this because it didn't deter me from doing it ever again. Well, that uh, this is is the thing that I'm curious about with the, the human body because I wonder what my my below the bell area my genitals and my my ass are doing when there is pain and that's why I want to encourage folks that have had maybe not even the slippage like you're talking about even if they've tried anal and it was painful to give it another go if they're as long as they're checked in with their partner yeah. and it's s slow and and there's timing that is uh, given where you have an hour or two to spare to go and explore your butt and sometimes it just isn't it, it's not meant to be, yeah. right? Sometimes it's not always the anal day. No, it's not. So uh, be gentle with yourself if you've tried and tried. And if it is something you're curious about, there's so many tools and techniques uh, that may be able to... The human body changes all the time too, right? It's That's even from... From month to month, I feel hormones like hormones and yeah. so many factors that come into play, especially as a vulva owner. I know that my hormones control so much of my body, and or if I'm on any sort of medications, or like if I'm taking some sort of antihistamine oh, yeah. or something, and yeah. it affects yeah your dryness or, or wetness, etc. Okay, what about first time anal? You've talked about this on the podcast many times, um, and I know oh. that you facilitated your own first time anal event. That's why we have this anal anniversary, but it's very intentional. It was well, I had that kit. I had a kit of for my. Uh, my anal anniversary, which I had carried around with my partner, and it was those underwear that uh, had a bow In towards the back. The back. It's just I thought that was cute, and then some lube and a butt plug, and um, 
and I, I never ended up using it. I thought it was anything a, a from nice the kit. Just gesture. No, I never ended up using it for the first time I had anal sex, but I thought it was really fun to have that with me to be like, here, let's do this. So my first time anal experience, I actually took some of what we had talked about on a show because we'd done a lot of shows on anal sex and some of the classes I had taken with you that you were that you were delivering that uh, I was wanting to be in control. I wanted to be on top. And so almost the crouching position where you're uh, hovering above on your, uh, not on your knees, but where you're squatting uh, and having the control over the cock being entered into my, my butt. And it was, and it, there was warm up in all of those things, fingers first and, and then um, lots of lube and lube and lube and lube. And I've used too much lube sometimes. And there, I thought there could never be too much lube, but the cock would just like slip, slip all over. So um, it was really that was the way that I, from a, from the bottom receiving uh, perspective, that was a really great way to enter into my first time anal experience was being on top and in control because then I could be like, ah, it's too much, or oh, I want a little bit more. <laughs> now I that position isn't my favorite. But this was about first time anal and and our tips and I think that that was a really good tip that you gave me. I think I thought about you the whole uh, the whole time. Just the tip? No, the tip <laughs> first, and then I was like, okay, now let's go more. You're thinking about me your first time anal the whole time. I'm I, so special. I was. I was like, this one's for you, Amy. I'm. What a lovely life it is to know that people think about us when they have sex. Sometimes, like you, about yeah. with, as educators. I really didn't think about you the whole time. I was kidding, but the I did time. think about you. I was like, well, Amy, had I talked liked it, about this being a very this position being very useful and especially if you want to be in control and for me it was important because it was such a it's a very vulnerable situation and totally. it's a you want to be in a position where you feel comfortable and confident and so I think being on top squatting like that was it's easy for shit to hit the fan when you're having anal we'll be here all day everyone we'll be here all day <laughs> you know what no, we should do anal stand up that's all we do we should and when we do stand up it's only anal jokes the whole time I would actually <laughs> probably love that all okay right. what about you first time anal so first time Anna and my name is for Amy, first time anal. Um, so my first time anal was when I was, uh, I think, seventeen. Really? And and How I, did I not know that. Well, you've heard the story before. And but I know you were seventeen. I was think I was seventeen, wow. and it was with someone who was in my my first maybe three sexual partners in terms in terms of penetrative sex. I had sucked a lot of dicks before then, and maybe not a lot, <laughs> but probably more than the three I know people who it is. that I sucked. <laughs> you've never met this guy. Oh, just kidding. No, you never met him. I only dated him for like six months. Um, <laughs> he is. Someone that we had this very sexualized relationship, um, and which was really, really good in a lot of ways. And um, but he never went down on me, mm. and this is not related to anal. But he's and actually my first three sexual partners didn't go down on me, and it cre- created a because uh, that stuff is very it, it imprints you, and it has created a long-standing um, battle with receiving because. I didn't ask for it. They weren't offering it. And so to actually receive oral sex um, has been a battle since then. Is something that I have to work f- towards relaxing. Um, and there's all, all kinds of stuff that comes Getting up. out of your head. Totally. Yeah. Um, and this is not any, like, I mean, I'm not a victim and he's like not a terrible person. Uh, but we had this really hot sexualized relationship. There wasn't that much more other than that. Like a lot, not a lot of deep connection. And um, and for some reason, I had always found anal sex really hot. I never told anyone before. I didn't really seek out any information about it. I didn't really know anything about it. I just thought it was hot. We were having some um, very heated, sexy sex. And um, I, in, I, in my mind, I was just like, 
I'm going to put his cock in my ass. I didn't even talk to him about it. Didn't get permission and deliberately slipped the cock in my ass intentionally at 17. No idea what I was doing. And, and it did, I could say that there probably was like a little bit of a pain factor because I wasn't doing all of our tips that we'll share in a little bit. But the idea of it, the taboo of it was so hot to me that I overcame all of the discomfort that was there. And, and he didn't say anything. He was like, well, I think he was like, well, okay, just went with it. And um, then we talked later. He's like, well, that was wild. I'm, that's, these aren't exact words. But I was like, yeah, I did that purposefully. It was like, I was, I, I wanted to do that. And, um, and, and he was like, all right, well, yeah, that was, that was hot. And we had good anal sex for my first time. That was just me. And I think of it in the reverse, like had he had slipped in without checking in with me or, I mean, that, that's a little bit like, now I now I would have conversations. I would never just slip. Seventeen-year-old Amy is so different. Wild. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I would, know. I'm actually these, surprised. I didn't know all these things. But we I need just, to call him up and make sure he's not traumatized. No, <laughs> I know. Are you okay? <laughs> and I did break up with him a couple months later. But it, oh. and he, you know, what's funny is that when I broke up with him, it wasn't because he never went down on me. Uh, but he did say when I broke up with him that I, he's like, I wasn't generous with you. Like I never went down. Like he knew that, but that wasn't the reason why. I was like, yeah, that's true. But that's not why I'm breaking up with you. It was just that we aren't aligned did he ever other. eat your ass i don't think so i don't think he put his mouth on my genitals at all hmm. so anyways so that was some first time anal was just like and i think i don't think that's how most at least um vulva owners or bottoms have first time anal where they just like i want this in my ass <laughs> fta amy fta <laughs> all right and, first uh, time anal last last one last question before we go into our tips um what how often do you actually have anal sex and within the anal sex category i'll say penetrative anal sex with a cock or a dildo but also like uh, mouth or fingers on your ass are you talking like an average per just, month yeah per whatever week? you want what are we talking about per week, day? month yeah whatever you want to do <laughs> I want you to go calculate right now. Do the numbers. <laughs> Is this a medium? I want an Excel sheet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I would say... Well, because Eric Everhart said he actually really doesn't have a lot of analysts for porn. I probably have more anal sex than most people... Yeah, you do. ...that I know. <laughs> that I know. And I would say um, I'm probably up there with some of my my bottom friends from Miami and South Beach. Give it up, South Beach. South Beach bottoms. bottoms. <laughs> Topping from the bottom. Seriously, they'd be proud. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> so I would say probably, okay, let's go monthly. So per month, if I see my partner, I w- would say probably at least eight times a month. This is dick in the ass? Yeah. Dick in the ass. Oh, wait, if there's fingers too? Yeah. Well, no, probably right, 12. Ooh, more lots of fingers. Some, I just like fair amount of dicks. I like things. But well, one sometimes, dick, same dick. Sometimes, <laughs> well, are we talking just body parts? Because sometimes there's just toys in my butt. Okay, yeah. So, so you're, what are we you're, talking? You're doing here? a lot of anal plays. What I'm asking. Yes, you're saying, I am. Yeah, yeah. What you're asking. Hey, we'll be here all day, everyone. <laughs> Except I gotta go take my dad to the dentist. Don't even talk about it. Nope, nope, not sexy. Talking about dad and the dentist. Oh, this is really helping me to distract from all the stress <laughs> in my life right now. Thanks. All right. So what about you, Miss? Not as much Amy. as you. Um, and it's not a contest. Yeah, okay. it's not. A, <laughs> I would say um, on a monthly basis, I have a fair amount of like fingers or some sort of finger, at least on the anus um, or or a mouth, because my partner does like uh, licking the ace, and um, he licked my ace on the very first date. Actually, um, that's why so we like him. That's why we like him. Good job, partner. Um, and but with actual penetrative anal sex, so like actually a cock in the ass, to me it 
there's a lot more work that goes into that where the way I have to really check in with my body. Um, am I feeling kind of like bloated or gassy? Am I feeling like my body's much? relaxed? Yeah. The, and am I in the mood for it in the first place? Do I have time for that in terms of the, the prep or the time it might take? Also the shower accessibility, a lot of those things. So actual penetrative anal sex, I'd say, um, maybe once a month at the most right now, it might be like once every two months or something, but like fingers and mouth often uh, but and I like and I like just adding that as an addition to other play because it doesn't really require like now I mean you have to still watch the hand right if like if you had a hand on my ass then now we don't want to put it anywhere near the vag so that does take some some care and consideration um, but the cock factor you know what's interesting also for anal sex what I'll say here is um a lot of times what happens with the ass and Eric talked about this too when you he's the opener the ass opener when you open up the ass and it's fully relaxed it's kind of open and the muscles really relax which means it's not as tight um, and it closes later everyone doesn't stay open but for the person that's penetrating it actually can not be as sensational not have as much sensation as it did when it was tight and closed but for the person being penetrated it feels better at that point mm-hmm. because now it's not all tight um, but now all of a sudden the cock can maybe go soft or now they're wanting more stimulation and I usually Usually after a little bit of uh, penetrative anal play, I'm like ready to move to something different. This is one tip too. I want to. I just thought about which we're, we'll get into full tips soon. Sometimes uh, there have there have been experiences where I had to go so slow that the cock did get soft because it's it, it was it was a time game, right? It's a it's a matter of time, and when there's no stimulation, so you might have to pull out and then have some, get things hard, uh, clean yes. things off, get things hard. And I will say for me, it's not solo anal sex. Meaning it's not just anal sex that I'm um, experiencing. Like I have to have other stimulation. I have to my clitoris and sometimes both my um, my vagina can have something inside, whether it's fingers. But I like having something on my clitoris, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. But yeah. I just wanted to to uh, elaborate on that because for me, just just plain old anal sex. Uh, so it, plain. It can it, yeah. <laughs> it can it can be orgasmic. It just I feel like anal. Uh, penetration enhances my orgasms, my vaginal, cervical, vaginal orgasms. If yeah. that make if that makes sense to folks out there. I was just this is like total side note, but uh, Paige, our wonderful Instagram human that runs the Instagram show for us, um, part of the Shame Sex team, she is awesome, and she posted a thing. I think it was like the top five kinks in the U.S. on our Instagram, and within that category, I don't remember if anal was on there. It may have been. Uh, but it was non-monogamy, which a lot of non-monogamous, non-monogamous people were like, that's, that's not kink. Yeah. yeah. But and, and I think it was kind of offensive to them because like that's not the kink category. But I guess everyone gets to make their own rules for things. And I think some people who are um, not non-monogamous or not kinky might think of that as kinky. And I think some people think anal sex is kinky. And this is why uh, there's no right answer to that. It's uh, d- it's up to a matter of perspective in terms of if anal sex to you is really kinky, it can be kinky. Um, and for some people, it's just like, you know, an average part of their day and it's not wild. And it just, uh, the definition of a kink is so I'm not, this is a tangent, but I thought about that when you were saying that there, that, you know, for us, anal sex wouldn't be a kink. Although when I first had anal sex, when I was 17, it was the taboo of it. That was so hot. I've never really, I've never done this. I don't know anyone who has, I don't even know if this is okay. I'm going to do it. Now it's extra sexy. I use the fact about, uh, well in my, um, current partnership, uh, we, talk about how like oh 
you want to penetrate this tight little asshole? Yeah. We do that kind of stuff, which is really hot. There is something taboo about it. I don't know about maybe maybe kinky and taboo can go. They can be cousins or sisters or something, because for me, it is hot. There is something taboo about it. Yeah. Even though it's it's a normal, more normal part of my sexual experience now, it's still taboo. And that's I think I love taboo sex yeah. in whatever way uh, we love what we're not supposed to right. do right and so for whatever reason it is it adds an extra hot element so whether or not it's kinky to some folks or not I think to me even in uh, my regular practice it still is something that's so hot and sexy and turns me on because it is it's not wrong by any means but yeah. in my brain it's like oh not supposed to be there but you are I like this a regular practice it's like your sex life is your yoga practice <laughs> <laughs> I practice regularly on or your Meditation practice. Sometimes Sundays. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you on that. That there's the the part about this thing that you were not supposed to do that or or isn't the standard for what everyone is doing, and and it makes it even more sexy in that way. And I think that we can use that as medicine too, especially with the shame around it. Sodomy is uh, still Mm -hmm. illegal in a lot of places Mm -hmm. and is in the Bible. Yield Bible is being wrong, and that also includes oral sex. By the way, sodomy is not just anal sex. But I do think that when we're told not to do something thing a lot of times it makes us want to do it even more we're more curious about it instead of giving people information about it uh, and telling us how we can do the thing in a way that will feel better for us that might be more helpful and I don't know if that will make it so people don't do it as much but at least they're informed so yeah oh anal I love you anal um, okay we're gonna go into some tips and tricks for how to have awesome anal sex from a bottoms perspective before we do we would like to give a shout out to one of our beloved sponsors you heard you have heard us talked about them before it's field it's an app that you can get on your iPhones probably all smartphones these days I don't know if it's just iPhone compatible um, but field is an awesome app that is alternative dating app so it's not just your mainstream dating app what does that mean it means that you can own your motherfucking sexuality on it I can go on field f-e-e LD everyone and I can actually say what I'm into I could say I'm into anal sex on there I can say I'm into non-monogamy I can say I'm into kink I could say I just like long walks on the beach with someone who wants to make out with me for five hours and that can be my jam so it's not just for people who are having taboo I'm doing air quotes or wild sex it's for people who really want to meet other like-minded folks and embrace their sexuality there and you can meet people that are on the same level as you without doing all the bullshit of that having to come out later and play games Uh, and there's a lot of awesome people on there the app is really really, um, really, set, really user friendly in terms of how to use it. Uh, and I really highly recommend it. You should all go check it out. I've had really wonderful experiences with it. And I know a lot of people have met some really wonderful humans there too. And guess what? There's also great news around it. April, tell our listeners the great news about field. You're stealing my thunder. I was going to say, here's some great news. Thunder everyone. from down under my news. Um, (laughs) so you can download the field app for free and support our show by going to field.co slash shameless. That's F E E L D dot C O slash shameless, or just click the link in our episode description to get the field app for free today. Okay. Ready to talk about our top tips for anal everybody. Yeah. But first everyone needs to go download field now. Okay. Pause right now. Just kidding, we're back. But seriously, go check out Field if you're a single person, or maybe not, because maybe you are a non-monogamous person. You want to go meet some new humans. Okay, so top tips for having great anal sex from a bottoms perspective. Again, this is the one being 
penetrated. Um, you know our tagline here, go slower than slow and slower than that. This doesn't apply to all sex. It doesn't apply to all anal sex. This applies to the initial sex, especially when someone's being penetrated. Uh, so what this means is when you're starting to touch an ass, uh, go as slow as possible and whatever you thought slow is, slow the fuck down. Um, and this also could be someone who is being penetrated. So you're doing the movements or you're allowing a finger or a mouth or a cock in your ass. You can, uh, you move your own body in a slower way or ask them to move slowly please don't be afraid to ask people to slow the fuck down and i know i've been afraid five million times in my life that's an exaggeration but as i say that i don't do this perfectly but i think we feel like it's going to kill the mood if we're not like hey i need you to slow down this is feeling like a lot or especially if you're experiencing pain with anal a good time to add more lube stop what you're doing or slow the f down uh, it really is a game changer. And when you're doing that initially, it helps the ass to relax. And we'll talk about the relaxation uh, in a minute as well. Uh, but then it means that you can eventually move to faster and harder, but you can feel within your own ass when it's ready. And it's when you don't feel the discomfort and you certainly don't feel any pain and you feel like your ass is opened up, then you can do fast and hard. You can really go crazy fast and hard with anal sex and, and vaginal sex too, but it's when your body is ready and the slowness will help to get you there. And sometimes the fast and hard does require a reload of lube because oh, yeah. even, even the silicone lube, even Uber lube, which is my absolute favorite. And this is not an ad for Uber lube at all right now. It's just the, the truth for me. I have tried a lots of other lubes and Uber lube is my favorite for anal, but you'll have to reload. Yeah. And so lots and lots of lube and silicone is great. We talked about it with uh, Eric Everhard is on our last show lube preference yes and it's also for me as a bottom and plus it's really easy to squeeze out something that has a pump top that's just like quick, 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 quick. yeah or i don't know if that's how it's it doesn't have a noise it just is it like it's zero sound it's like a dj there's a dj on the side think about the tin man and you're if you're familiar with wizard of oz it's like oiling up the joints but you have to make sure because the ass even if i had ejaculate and i ejaculated i had um a g-spot orgasm and ejaculated i still and then still I'm going into uh, anal play, I love to add lube yeah. because it's not enough. Like you were talking about the anal canal. It's it, not lubricating it itself. It isn't, yeah. right. So lots of lots of lube. Definitely use lots of lube and I'll do a Uber lube plug here. No you pun will? intended. Yeah. Oh. Well, because it's very fitting. So Uber lube isn't just for anal sex. It's good for all kinds of sex. Vaginal sex, oral sex, and anal sex. And like April said, you know, it's great for anal because it's long lasting and never gets sticky and you don't have to reapply a bunch because it's long lasting and the ass isn't lubricating itself. So you definitely never try having anal sex without lube on hand. And again, we love silicone lube. So uh, Uber lube, fabulous for anal sex also great for vaginal sex because it doesn't change the ph the same way maybe water-based loops will um, it can change the ph a little bit but it's very vagina friendly more so than a lot of other water-based loops also great for oral sex because it has no flavor no scent it's some of the best lube that you can find on the market does it, go, rucka, rucka, rucka? it doesn't do that but it in actually April's makes head, it does for some reason i don't know how or why but it does um, and so if you want to try what we think is some of the best lube ever not just for anal but especially if you want to try anal please try uber lube you can join the fan club go to uberlube.com Use coupon code shameless sex. You get fit or sorry, 10% off, but you also get free shipping. 10% off and free shipping. Um, I am pretty sure you will fall in love with it. And the bottle itself is absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous. Um, it's gorgeous. Something else that I thought of when I that when you were saying that, that oiling I to, your oh, doors. Oh, here's another thing I want to say. Uh, ejaculate in the ass. Yes. Not my jam. Plenty of people's jams. There's like, what is it, cream pie? Anal cream pie is like the porn category mm -hmm. if you want to see ejaculate yeah, in the ass. Yeah, you said out. this. I don't mind. I don't mind ejaculate in the ass. I've only had it a couple times and what it does. Didn't you for say me, it hurts your stomach or something? Yeah, my body, I think what happens. So here's the thing. Anything that goes in your ass, like fluids, especially if you're doing an enema, 
um, it either needs to get absorbed or come out of your body. And if you're dehydrated or doesn't have any sort of like saline or salt solution in it, you can absorb it into your gut mm-hmm. and then you pee it out. And it's really, you feel really bloated and uncomfortable. Um, and I've had this happen before with, with enemas where I didn't know that I needed to put saline in or I was dehydrated. Um, and I've also had this happen with anal sex where, and I think our all of our bodies are different. Some people can get ejaculate in their asses and easily push it or leak it out leak it's not the right word but it to actually come out of their ass for me and my experiences it kind of got stuck and then it really messes with my mm. body and my bowels and it's uncomfortable to deal with it doesn't with. happen for me i never really it's, everyone's different i think yeah i think maybe there's been one time where uh i had like a weird tummy after but every other time i mean i always have ejaculate my asses if i just have to try it's gonna be a trial and error here for a lot of other people i've talked to this hasn't been the thing so just if i'm just saying this to people that if you've had uncomfortable experiences it might not be your jam Um, but don't think that it doesn't mean you can't have anal just means that you don't have to have ejaculate in your ass i I, this to this day now um i've only had ejaculate in my ass a couple times and i don't really allow it because i know it's just not good for me well there you go so i want to talk a little bit about prepping so what uh, well actually first i want to talk about how i prep is with fingers usually. I want to talk about though, while I'm in an anal experience, I, for me, I know that I need genital stimulation on some level. So relaxing into my genitals using, I use a magic wand or sometimes just an external vibrator. And that really helps me drop into the sensation of what's happening with my vulva instead of what's being penetrated into my butt. So um, I think it's almost a matter of dropping into the sensation of your clit. And that really does help me relax into the anal experience. So uh, if you are a vulva owner and you enjoy clitoral stimulation, you can try that. Uh, If you are into wanting to explore your your anus and the anal pleasure that that erogenous zone can have, check out just putting a, a, a vibe on your on your um your external bits but also internally i've i've actually had sometimes it doesn't fit properly uh it just depends on the toy small sometimes smaller it can be better and i do enjoy having something inserted into or just clenching my pelvic floor while i'm being penetrated anally and have something on my clitoris that's really helped too it helps to bring the blood flow there too when when you're actually using toys on yourself or you're having orgasms or other sorts of stimulation that blood flow relaxes the body it makes it so that things are a little more juicy and ready to go and um so it there's nothing wrong with masturbating or self-pleasuring or having a partner pleasure you in other ways don't have anything to do with anal before you're moving to anal or any kind of sex actually i think that this is actually key for all penetrative sex is let's get the blood flow there let's get aroused mm. let's get all juicy and turned on and then it makes everything a lot easier so and the, the relaxing too you're talking about relaxing the genitals but relaxing can also be a full body experience so it could be energetically relaxing someone we're not in a rush we don't have any goals here i'm just here to you know pleasure you and enjoy this time if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out in terms of what we're kind of the kind of sex we're having um it's also touching the whole body for a while before we go right to the ass or anything we're penetrating too and if you relax the whole body i can tell you that it's going to relax the genitals as well um another thing for genitals because i think we talked about this with uh darshana in the kissing episode Mm. that the genitals uh, are connected to our throat like our entire body through the vagus nerve um, which is the longest nerve system in our body from our throat to our pelvic floor Um, and so uh, through a lot of deep breathing or deep moaning um, that and also relaxing the jaw that can help to relax the genitals too if they're feeling kind of tight as well that's good advice and this will carry on into prepping the butt. We're not going to talk about the poop factor. If you want to learn about that, go to the last episode of Eric Eric Everhard because he talks a lot about that there. Um, and a lot of people ask that question and you talk 
talked about that in the beginning of the episode, April. Mm-hmm. Um, but a I lot did. of this is like there's the clean, clean, cleanliness thing that if you have questions about that, go to the last episode. It's episode, episode 235, 235 right? 235, yeah. yeah. Um, but also the relaxation piece is that. It's not just assuming... I'm turned on, my butt's ready. Or I saw it's important, you know, they just shove it in and it must be ready. It's prepping the butt if the safety, if not, well, safety is a thing too also. So um, I believe we're more likely to get STIs, STDs from anal sex. I think it's 18 times more likely than vaginal sex really? because it's not self-lubricating and the, oh. the tissue is not as elastic. Um, so you might want to also prep in terms of safety stuff with either mm. condoms on dildos or you can even use a um, female condom with, and you just take the ring out that's in the base of it. You can insert it anally. You still have to hold it in place with your hand, but it can penetrate your ass as well. Mm. Um, but the big part of prep really is relaxing the muscles. It's really making sure that you feel safe and relaxed and taking your time with it. Um, which brings us to starting small yeah. and working your way up. We've you talked said, about this so much yeah. with fingers, 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 trimly. Yeah, trim, trim, trim fingers. Trim, trimly. trim nails. Trim the nails. Trimly. Trimly. Or what you had mentioned is genius with the cotton, well, from Rain to Gray, cotton yeah. balls under a latex glove if you have nails that you don't want to trim because yeah. some people like play guitar or they just like long nails. So if that's the case, that's a good idea. Well, ideally we want to start with something small. So first off, slow, but something smaller than what you're moving towards. Maybe you're not. A lot of people have anal sex without mo- moving towards something bigger. So they're just using fingers or a mouth and that's it. Or they're going to use um, a dildo or a homegrown cock. And so you want to start with things that are smaller. You start with one finger and then work your way to two fingers um, and then, and then we'll also talk about toys in a little bit, but toys is a great way to relax things and work your way up, but just taking your time to really titrate is not the right word, but really, um, start, start, we'll start, start small and then work your way up to the larger thing. You can feel in your body when it's, the muscles are more relaxed. Um, when you're inserting a finger initially, I would you know use a well lube finger and you take your time inserting it. You can feel the ass opening up and welcoming the finger in. So you press lightly, but you're not forcing uh, and then I'll, you know, might take a minute or 30 seconds or five minutes and the whole finger will go in. Um, and then you just start to move. What I like to do is not a, a in and out motion where you're pulling the finger all the way out and all the way in because that might be uncomfortable when the ass is still relaxing. Um, maybe moving it in and out a little bit, but this finger still staying somewhat in or moving in a circular fashion can help to open up the ass a little bit. Uh, and then if it feels like it's relaxing, then take the finger out a little bit and still keep a point in, or you can take it out entirely, but then the ass might still need to relax more when you, it might be uncomfortable when you reinsert. And then add another well lube finger in and then do the same thing with that. And then if you feel the ass really relaxed, then you can move to the cock or the dildo. Um, or you could just do this with a toy and no fingers as well. It sometimes feels really good. Sometimes it feels intense and there's a pressure when you add another finger, but sometimes it feels really good and you're like, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Like it's, it's on totally like, this is great so well there's a lot of nerve endings the anus body, itself yeah. has as many nerve endings as your lips approximately and so that's a lot of pleasure there you mm-hmm. have less when you go inside it responds more to pressure but just some anal stimulation can feel really good um, another one is bearing down this is going to sound really weird to people but this is so everyone where you are sitting or standing try pushing your genitals and your asshole to the ground so you're pushing outwards if you're almost if you're trying to poop or push something out of you that's called bearing down, and that's when it, to you it might sound like counterintuitive if you're having something inserted in you to push out, but that helps to actually open the muscles a little bit. So as you're inserting a finger, a toy, a cock, or a dildo in, if you 
bear down a little bit, it actually can open up and allow the thing to go inside of you. Nice. I like that. I have used yeah. that advice. Yeah, that was one. I think I think I learned that from Rain DeGray as well. She is that uh, ass extraordinaire. Smart. Yeah. And positioning you've talked about a lot. We've talked yeah. about it a little bit where for the first time if you want to be in control, being on top in that in that crouch kind of crouching, squat. Yeah, crouching squat, squat position. Squat position. Which, which again sounds kind of weird to people and so I'll paint the picture for this. So April and I were talking about this before the show because April's like, I don't love that position for all of my anal... Um, and I actually don't really do this anymore for anal. It was when I was learning more about anal uh, and how to do it that I was doing this in the beginning stages when I was still learning my ass and how, how learning about my ass and how to be penetrated in a way that felt really good. And it meant that I was in control. So it was my partner laying down and they were laying on their back with their legs out. And then I was crouching them in a missionary position, crouching over them, like hovering my ass over them, uh, kind of a squatting position. Um, upright, so perpendicular from their body, facing them. And I have this well-looped ass, and I'm just making my way on my own time onto the ass. Uh, and sometimes it gets on there in a minute. Sometimes it takes five minutes. Here's the thing, though. The, for the person that is the bottom, or sorry, the penetrator, they might go, if they're not using a dildo and they're using a homegrown cock, they could go soft because I have to go really slow at times. So what do I do? Maybe I play with their balls, or maybe they don't have balls, I play with their nipples, or we're making out, or I'm asking them to stimulate themselves. Um, and to get them, keep them hard, because as Eric Everhard says, a harder cock or something that you're penetrating with uh, is is better and more efficient. A soft cock's really hard to do that with. And so, uh, so just making your way on. If you need to stop or go slow, do that. Do a lot of deep breathing, and then eventually, when you make your way on, and the whole cock or dildo is inside of you, then you can move, but don't move. In, you know, not the in out where it's coming all the way out until you feel your ass really opening up. Um, other positions that I think are really good is just, again, another missionary position where maybe now I'm laying down on my back while my partner's penetrating me and my legs are up. Is that this what is, you usually this do? This is what I would like to share because I can speak to this because I am, am so, uh, I'm, I'm basically an expert now. In the ass department. Happened. So I do, I like to lay on my back with my legs up in the air. So um, when the, it's sort of missionary, but you also have control because you can kind of push back on the shoulders if it's too much or you like can say just slower, 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 instead of like resting your body down. Cause the positioning for me with the, with the bear, like the squat position, I feel like my angle, like the way my hips are, it just, it like the cock kind of doesn't go in at the right angle, but with the missionary style, I can kind of guide with my, with my legs up. And then, um, and then once the cock enters, then you can also have access to your own clit or um, you can get choked out a little bit, which Ooh. is fun uh, if you're into that. Consensual choking. Yes, consensual choking. And I think that it also gives you um, the way that my body's positioned, you can get access to your G-spot if you do have any fingers or a toy in in um, inside of you. Uh, so you can get that G-spot sort of hit with the anal penetration. Your G-spot can get it activated. So that's one of my favorite yeah. anal positions. I love that position. Doggy style is great too. And I actually have enjoyed a lot of doggy style uh, backdoor entry and then just using like my magic wand on the front side. Uh, there's just something about facing my partner connecting with um, him that yeah. way. That's really 
cool, but it's both, it's, it's either, or I think that you have control, but I think for, if you're starting the positioning of the crouching is really yeah. important yeah. as a Volvo. Yeah. Right? So, and also just learning your own body. And then I would move to more like another missionary, but you on your back. And then yeah, for me, doggy style, now I can just use fingers or a plug and then go to a doggy style position. Um, but I understand how to work with my body. And so does my partner. And, um, and I think for some people, what happens with doggy style is that it's so easy for the person penetrating to go deep right away really soon and your your ass might not be ready for it same thing with vaginal sex though like your cervix might still be low if you're not fully aroused and turned on so i'd say saving doggy style because it's a deeper position for when you know your body's relaxed and open up or you're super aroused and you're ready um and it doesn't mean that you wouldn't start in a missionary position then move to doggy style but you know you're the one gauging it my body feels ready relaxed and open up i'm not feeling that discomfort anymore eric everhard also talked about laying uh so kind of like at the spooning position so the giver is behind oh, yeah. uh, and then on side by side side by side yeah, yeah. right and so sort of breathing into that so oh yeah that was more like a preparatory thing preparatory yeah. but that could also be uh maybe something that you, you, totally you want to prep way, or, yeah. yeah if you want to kind of prop, prop one of your legs up maybe the leg that is towards the ceiling you could prop that up and i have i have had anal that way it's not for me as pleasurable like because i can't access my bits as much as i like to just with my legs closed but if you like kick one up you can yeah you just got to get find your find your flow find the position that you practice. like and it can and it can change yeah it can yeah totally change. mine has changed too and yeah. so practice makes perfectly imperfect you and learn a lot more that way i think we have we have more than these episodes that we're going to name right now because there's a ton of shameless sex episodes we've done blogs on this as well check out our website yeah. but if you check out our website and type anal into the search bar all of the stuff will oh, come up but we did you have number 10 on here that one's defective if anyone tries oh. to listen to number 10 i can't take it down and i don't have the old um oh. data for it the the thing crashed right yeah no, that's why I don't have the old stuff and for some reason oh. it used to work online and then all of a sudden the file broke oh, died no. so uh, episode ten if you listen to it it is defective um, there's nothing that you we can do about it okay that's well, why we did episode fifty one episode fifty one is it's the basically the the uh, round two of our anal, number yeah. two it's yeah. our number two to, it's episode fifty one Charlie Glickman though genius that was episode one oh eight we yeah. love him we've talked about him so he much. likes that you're wearing mala beads right now hundred eight on there. Oh, lucky number. Yeah, these are my beads for my ceremony. Eric Everhard, we talked about that, 235. Yep. And then Char oh, you said Charlie Glickman. And then Sex Toys is 118. Every August, we do anal August episodes um, because it's, uh, it's a hot topic. It's like one of our number one search topics on our website and uh, on iTunes and things for our, our uh, podcast episodes. So, yeah. Uh, okay, we're going to end with toys for you all. We've talked about anal toys a lot. And as April said on episode 118, we have that there as well. Um, so there's different types of anal toys. We have uh, anal beads. We have anal plugs. There's so many different things. Uh, and so for the bead, so we'll start with plugs. So we're not using anal plugs to plug our ass because something's leaking. We're using it to relax the ass or because they feel nice in terms of the feeling of fullness that they can provide. So some people use it not even to move to something larger, but a lot of times people use anal plugs the way we use fingers and things to move to something larger. So um, some of my favorite anal plugs are tapered at the tip. So they're almost like a point at the tip and then it gets wider as it goes down. They almost look like a little pacifier and that tapered tip makes it really easy to insert. Uh, you lube it up and then put it in, but go really slow. You'll feel the body open open up and it will get over the biggest part of the plug and then there's a neck of the plug so there's the biggest part then a thinner part and then a little pacifier base at the end you always want a flange base on your anal toys never use like just a little bullet that doesn't have a base you need a stopper so it can relax an ass because otherwise the ass could um, absorb it and there's no ending to it really it that's going in. so important i wanted to just say that 
I have, so Hot Octopus, I started at 2017. I've been advocating for an anal plug since 2017 because I love just having anal toys because it's everybody has a butt. We finally are launching one that's brilliant. Exciting. So check it out. It's called the Plex with Flex. It's flexible. It has like that tapered head, not too big. So I feel like even if you're a beginner or intermediate, it's awesome. And it's remote control Ooh. and it has a treble and bass motor, like the curve. So the bass is right at that anal opening. So there's just the nerve endings. You'll get that rumbly. I'm so excited. I have exciting. one. I tried it and it's fucking brilliant, but I don't have another one to give you yet, but we could. Where's my butt plug, yo? We could, I guess we could, you, you could try it too. Well, if it's silicone, we can clean it really easily. <laughs> it is. It's a hundred so I just wanted to say that because that's brand new yeah. information, and I think that it's one of it's going to be the best butt plug on I'm the excited. market. Yeah. And then anal beads we've talked about a little bit. Yeah, anal beads. You talked about this last the last episode. So and they sometimes can look like strands of beads with yarn. Although I don't recommend using plastic beads with yarn. You want your anal toys to be sanitizable. So that's why we're talking about silicone is a really great material for that. It's easy to clean. It doesn't hold bacteria. Um, and I worry about those ones that have just little yarn things like them breaking or something. Well, also that they will. Just uh, hold bacteria, and I think the better the, the you've seen the hard anal beads and like the plastic sort of material that bendy. are structured. Yeah. I think the bendier the better because it'll contour to your body. Your body has curves in it too. Yeah. Like you have the anal canal straight, but then in the rectum it goes one direction, then another direction. So you want something that can move with that. And then anal beads are designed to uh, stimulate the anus itself. So the actual um, the part where there's all nerve endings, the exterior external part. And so you put them in, and then they're not they're different from plugs. Plugs we can have in, and we can remove them we're ready to move to something larger or you can just keep a plug in when you have a plug in anally and you have a vaginal canal it can make the vaginal canal tighter for penetrative anal sex as well um beads though you would lube them up put them in and then right before or during orgasm you slowly remove them and it's the sensation that they give on the anus that pop 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 that Wait, can feel really nice something you sent to me back in the day which was so funny you're like don't crank it out like you're starting a lawnmower like, you have to just yeah. take it out slowly Ouch. like you're starting one that's <laughs> like painful well, yeah and i actually don't have a lot of experience with anal beads i have tried um, anal bead plugs they're shorter and they have the little like just a couple little bumps on them but not the full strands I know some people that are really into them but this is a great beginner anal toy if you're into actually just having the anus stimulated um, or trying plugs if you want to experience that feeling of fullness we have so many sex toys at purepleasureshop.com if you go to the anal section um, all of them are going to be made out of a non-toxic non-porous material and you get 15% off with coupon code shameless sex uh, and you yeah you can check in you can always email me at email at purepleasureshop.com and I can give you guidance on how to find the right anal toy too. I want So when I worked at Fun Factory, I wanted to share this because I told you a little bit, but I had, we came up with this, when I worked there, it was like this uh, technology called the Stronic, it was like a thruster. And so I had one from when I worked there. I never liked it vaginally. I was always like, it doesn't do anything for me, right? I was like, eh, maybe for some people. Put great. it in the ass. So I put <laughs> it in the ass just two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, well, my partner was like, wait, what about, and, and, it was awesome. It was the th the thrusting motion in the butt, and then I was penetrated vaginally, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. So I wanted to throw that out there because I had it. I thought it was a dead toy, which, by the way, does attest to the quality of those products because I hadn't used that toy since probably 2015. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. And I don't even know if I charged it. Nice. And so they Stronic, make the best toys. They do really yeah. make great toys, and um, I obviously uh, that technology is is they they engineered it and, and invented it yeah uh but I, I just didn't think it was for me so again it's, it's for like your ass. the age old 
con- concept of your body changes or don't just throw out a toy that, that you maybe didn't like one way because you can repurpose it and use it in other ways. So yeah. uh, Pure Pleasure, I know, has Astronic and it's from Fun Factory and they have one with ridges and then one without uh, and they might have other ones now. I don't even know because it's been a while since I've even uh, looked, but purepleasureshop.com is the the key to get the anal this. thruster. It's not a bad idea. I'm happy that I'm happy that I discovered that. I love repurposing. Recycle, reduce, reuse. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was fun. We haven't we we don't do episodes with just you and I. Well, we that did one recently. It's, I've heard multiple people like you should do that more often. It's fun, and with, especially with anal, we and can talk for days. Honestly, it's funny because we always it's like over an hour, but it doesn't feel flies right by like we've been talking for over an hour. So. Ah, Happy anal August, everyone. Happy anal August to all of you out there. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. And I just want to do one call to action. If you love shameless sex, go ahead, go to iTunes, give us a review. It's super easy to do. You just search for us in the search thing on the podcast app. Search for Shameless Sex. Even if you follow us or or, uh, are uh, subscribing to us, you still need to do that. And then go to reviews, type five stars, and you can just write a simple word like awesome or great or fabulous, or you can give us a detailed review. But we read every single one. And all this does is help more people find access to shame-free pleasure and shameless sex and be part of the shameless sex revolution. Also, follow us on Instagram because we do a lot of cool shit, y'all. And we do giveaways, prizes, all sorts of things. We'll probably give away one of these Plex with Flex when they are available. I think they're being uh, shipped soon. So that's a new toy from Hot Octopus that I cannot wait for the world to have access to. All right. We love you so much. I love you, Amy. I I love you, Chip. I love my butt. And I love your butt. and All the butts. All the butts out there. All right, y'all. We'll see you next Tuesday. Ciao for now started at 2017 I've been advocating for an anal plug since 2017 because I love just having anal toys because it's everybody has a butt we finally are launching one that's brilliant so check it out it's called the plex with flex it's flexible it has like that tapered head not too big so I feel like even if you're a beginner or intermediate it's awesome and it's remote control and it has a treble and bass motor like the curve so the bass is right at that anal opening so there's just the nerve endings you'll get that rumbly I'm so excited I have one I tried it and it's fucking brilliant but I don't have another one to give you yet but we could where's my butt plug yo we could I guess we could you you could try it too well if it's silicone we can clean it really easily (laughs) it is it's a hundred percent so I just wanted to say that because that's brand new information and I think that it's one of it's going to be the best butt plug on the market and then anal beads we've talked about a little bit yeah anal beads you talked about this last the last episode so and they sometimes can look like strands of beads with yarn although I don't recommend using plastic beads with yarn you want your anal toys to be sanitizable so that's why we're talking about silicone is a really great material for that it's easy to clean doesn't bacteria um and i worry about those ones that have just little yarn things like them breaking or something well also that they will just uh hold bacteria and i think the better the the, you've seen the hard anal beads and like the plastic sort of material that are structured i think the bendier the better because it'll contour to your body your body has curves in it too like you have the anal canal straight but then moving the rectum it goes one direction then another direction so you want something that can move with that and then anal beads are designed to uh, stimulate the anus itself so the actual um, the part where there's a lot of nerve endings, the exterior external part, and so you put them in, and then they're not they're different from plugs. Plugs we can have in, and we can remove them. When we're ready to move to something larger, or you can just keep a plug in. When you have a plug in anally, and you have a vaginal canal, it can make the vaginal canal tighter for penetrative anal sex as well. Um, 
beads, though, you would lube them up, put them in, and then right before or during orgasm, you slowly remove them. And it's the sensation that they give on the anus that, pop, 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 that Wait, can feel really nice. Something you said to me back in the day, which was so funny, you're like, don't crank it out like you're starting a lawnmower. Like, you have to just yeah. take it out slowly Ouch. like you're starting one. That's <laughs> like, painful. Rawr, rawr. But yeah, and I actually don't have a lot of experience with anal beads. I have tried um, anal bead plugs. They're shorter, and they have the little, like just a couple little bumps on them, but not the full strands. I know some people that are really into them but this is a great beginner anal toy if you're into actually just having the anus stimulated um, or trying plugs if you want to experience that feeling of fullness we have so many sex toys at purepleasureshop.com if you go to the anal section um, all of them are going to be made out of a non-toxic non-porous material and you get 15% off with coupon code shameless sex uh, and you yeah you can check in you can always email me at amy at purepleasureshop.com and I can give you guidance on how to find the right anal toy too I want so when I worked at Fun Factory I wanted to share this because I told you a little bit but I had we came up with this when I worked there it was like this uh, technology called the Stronic is like a thruster and so I had one from when I worked there I never liked it vaginally I was always like it doesn't do anything for me right I was like yeah maybe for some people put it in the ass so I put it in the ass just two weeks ago yeah uh well my partner was like wait what about and and it was awesome. It was the thr the thrusting motion in the butt, and then I was penetrated vaginally, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. So I wanted to throw that out there because I had it. I thought it was a dead toy, which, by the way, does attest to the quality of those products because I hadn't used that toy since probably 2015. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. And I don't even know if I charged it. Nice. And so they Stronic, make the best toys. They do really yeah. make great toys, and um, I obviously uh, that technology is is they they engineered it and, and invented it yeah. uh, but I, I just didn't think it was for me so again it's, it's for like your ass. the age old con concept of your body changes or don't just throw out a toy that, that you maybe didn't like one way because you can repurpose it and use it in other ways so yeah. uh, Pure Pleasure I know has a Stronic and it's from Fun Factory and they have one with ridges and then one without uh, and they might have other ones now I don't even know because it's been a while since I've even uh, looked but purepleasureshop.com is the, the key to get the anal thruster it's not a bad idea. I'm happy that I'm happy that I discovered that. I love repurposing, recycle, reduce, reuse. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was fun. We haven't we we don't do episodes with just you and I. Well, we that did one recently. It's, I've heard multiple people like you should do that more often. It's fun, and with, especially with anal, we and can talk for days. Honestly, it's funny because we always it's like over an hour, but it doesn't feel flies right by like we've been talking for over an hour. So. <sighs> Happy you. anal August, everyone. Happy anal August to all of you out there. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. And I just want to do one call to action. If you love Shameless Sex, go ahead, go to iTunes, give us a review. It's super easy to do. You just search for us in the search thing on the podcast app. Search for Shameless Sex. Even if you follow us or, or uh, are uh, subscribing to us, you still need to do that. And then go to reviews, type five stars, and you can just write a simple word like awesome or great or fabulous, or you can give us a detailed review. But we read every single one. And all this does is help more people find access to shame-free pleasure and shameless sex and be part of the shameless sex revolution. Also, follow us on Instagram because we do a lot of cool shit, y'all. And we do giveaways, prizes, all sorts of things. We'll probably give away one of these Plex with Flex when they are available. Woo! I think they're being uh, shipped soon. So that's a new toy from Hot Octopus that I cannot wait for the world to have access to. All right. We love you so much. I love you, Amy. I, I love you, Chip. I love my butt. And I love your butt. And All the butts. All the butts out there. All right, y'all. We'll see you next Tuesday. Ciao for now. 
Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.